It meant anything goes. Anyone could die, anyone could fall in love. Anyone could die, anyone could fall in love. Anyone could die. Anyone could die. This concept was so cool. Agent Apocalypse. Concept was so cool. People couldn't believe it. Days of Future Cast, the podcast all about Age of Apocalypse, the alternate timeline where Charles Xavier dies early and it causes all kinds of havoc. We're, we're driving on the left side of the road now, Gary. That's what Xavier did to us. We're on the left side of the road in our cars now. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's all military time. Mm-hmm. We're calling them lorries. What is what is fourteen twenty seven and and why does why does Night Court come on at fourteen twenty seven on TBS now? I don't like it. <laughs> Everything comes on the fives now on TV. <laughs> <laughs> was this adult so awkward um, yeah and we're doing our first number two uh with the idea you know hopefully now we're we're done setting up um and we are kind of done setting up uh it was the 90s so every comic had to begin with like you know post-apocalyptic america it used to be america but now it's not rogue thinks about the teeming millions the you know it's always going to start with that now because that's comics. Um, it makes it kind of a disjointed experience reading them back to back. If you're waiting 30 days between them, maybe you'd appreciate the recap. Sure. Uh, but, but as is, it's like, we're still, we're, we're moving through the plot, but it's happening slowly. Um, part of it is just this issue though. I think, um, you know, covering astonishing X-Men number two, um, because this is mostly a fight Yeah. Uh, to refresh everybody's memory. This is the team led by rogue that is sent to stop the callings. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to be going up against um, Holocaust during this. Um, yes. So we start out uh, with the Rogue and a crowd of humans that are all kind of running away. And she's thinking like, I want to, I want to say sorry or want to comfort them. But like, how can I? Like, it's my people that are just murdering them in droves and it doesn't seem like enough. And uh, we, the camera moves back and we see all of these like weirdly put together humans <laughs> uh, running away from what looks like a, like just a zillion like things in the sky. And this is Holocaust men. And Rogue is thinking like, man, it's not enough that you guys kill these people. You also have to terrorize them first. Like you have to yeah. fill them with dread and take away their hope and then murder them like it's it's just kind of over the top yeah they send in these probes mm-hmm. to kind of calculate the body count uh one of these humans i'm glad you pointed out how weirdly drawn they are on the left for all the world it looks like there's just a disembodied leg yes uh it took me a while to figure out what's going on but if that leg belongs to the the body that the head that's on the far left belongs to that's a real rough one also shout out to my dude behind that who even in you know this version of america managed to have like a real gary body yeah yeah, that's essentially me. Like if I just shave down to a mustache, that that's age of apocalypse Gary right there. Yeah. You know, you know, you know people are giving him the side eye, like they can't get fresh veg and he's got the fucking pot belly. Like, excuse me, where are you, where are you yep. getting your food from, sir? 
Yep. And I, I as a, you know, they're still going to need podcasting in the age of apocalypse. So, uh, you know, that's where I'm getting my food. So. <laughs> Welcome to cereal. We're back on apocalypse again. Did he really do it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to keep teasing it out. <laughs> Making it a genocide. Um, so we, we cut over to uh, rogue looking over at uh, sunspot uh, who is having a real hard time. Um, he, he flames on, which yep. not advisable, uh, burns a lot of people, not advisable. You know, Morph is like, Hey, tone that down. Uh, Mon, uh, we're supposed to be undercover and not frying the people we're trying to help. Morph is definitely that guy that you go undercover with. And he's like, I've got a whole backstory. And it's like, all you need to do is sit there with the camera. Like you don't have to be Jamaican, a Jamaican doctor that's been on hard times. Like, come on, drop the Mon. <laughs> Like he was like always like as the character backstory for whenever she does that shit. Exactly. Um, you know, so he's having a problem. He's going to take the fight to them. Like he blast off. He was like, we have to stop Holocaust. Now this is not the plan. Uh, however. Um, and rogue is like, I should have seen this coming. Like blink, continue the evacuation. I'll take care of this. Yeah. So he goes up and starts destroying uh, probes. Mm-hmm. And rogue flies up after him and is like, Hey, you're, you're not doing anything productive right now. And if I, if I have to stop you, I will. And I've got to get you to power down. And then she does, she touches him and absorbs his power and his memories, um, which does like kind of defuse the situation a little bit. And they are able to get the humans moving again. Um, and unfortunately, like as, as they're talking like this, somebody is realizing like, you know, Sunfire has never been what they call the most field enchilada on the lunch tray, which can you imagine? The, the, um, this guy's one filling short of a filled enchilada. Um, Rogue touching him gets his memories and we see basically like the super scary apocalypse rising from a river of blood uh, to try to kidnap Sunfire. And we'd previously seen that he basically killed everyone in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Apocalypse and and his son. And we also see that uh, Sabretooth is holding him. Yes. They're working, they used to be used to be on the, or no, he's, it's Nemesis, who looks like Sabretooth in this flashback. Because Sabretooth and Nemesis did used to work together. Nemesis was Apocalypse, or uh, Holocaust old name. I definitely thought that was Sabretooth when I read this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's confusing. But he's like, yeah, I can feel my arms being pinned by Nemesis. But Apocalypse doing this, like raising up from a river of blood, like just walking from it, is real fucking spooky. And he takes uh, Sunfire and dunks his head in the blood and holds him under it like a baptism. Fucking gross, man. Yeah, I feel my. I remember my lungs filling with crimson liquid. Like it's really fucked up. I also kind of dig that they have Sunfire in his like original outfit during this. Like this is the thing yeah. that makes him get the weird outfit, um, which is like understandable. Like he, the dude went fucking crazy. Um, yeah. And like rogue is experiencing all of this and is realizes like, Oh, Hey, I should have been here for you. Like, I didn't know. Like the thing I need to tell you is that it's not your fault. Like I, this was all apocalypse and um, yeah, like, but he's taken all of us on his own because he wasn't able to stop it. This, this is his failure and his shame. And like, what a conversation to be happening on the middle of a battlefield. Like can, <laughs> can, can basic therapy bloom on the battlefield, Gary? We'll, let's find out. Can CBT. Uh, I, lo- I love uh, CBT cognitive behavioral therapy as a acronym. Cause I can't not read as cock and ball torture. <laughs> Uh, like every single time I see something with CBT, I'm like, wait, where do you see me? Oh, oh. Um, the, uh, so they're, they're, uh, they're doing this and this, this is pretty in line with uh sunfire, mm-hmm. you know, was not, uh, like even with his first appearances and stuff, like, uh, this is some, some 
good characterization or at least like steady characterization. Um, we cut over to Westchester where Magneto is hanging out with his son, uh, saying his last goodbyes and Bishop comes in to accuse him of basically sitting on his ass. Like you're sending all your X-Men to die. Um, however, you know, you're just sitting here. He's like, no, no, I'm not just sitting here. I'm saying goodbye to my son because I might lose everything, including him. Like if Xavier never existed, I would never have a kid named Xavier and would never, uh, Empreg rogue. You know, impreg. Um, Impregnate, not impreg. That's a totally different thing. I would never ask preg rogue. You know? <laughs> it's not you don't have to call it F preg. It's just normal preg. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's important. F preg. Uh, <laughs> so the code name for portal before they shut it down. Um so anyway, uh they basically go through and, and Magneto dismisses them like, hey, you know, in the morning I might not have this kid, so let me have a good night to say goodbye. Yes. Get out of here, you jerk. Um, we go back over to Manhattan, uh, where a very cartoonish uh, apocalypse is being told that um, that you know they it, he's basically losing some battles. Like the Abyss should have stopped the X Men's momentum in Maine, but they weren't able to. But they're evacuated by thousands of humans, and he's getting aggravated with Magneto's uh, resistance when um, he wants to know if they've ever found their base, and Rex has. Uh, so Rex is showing him that there's a a that the mansion in Westchester and apocalypse dude this is such a goofy apocalypse man i can't handle it like this this i see the long dead name by the name of stars of xavier like it's so fucking ridiculous he's 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 uh it's he's real like yeah, yeah. you know it's very wrestling isn't it that's what I, like this is the wrestling emote from dark souls 2 Oh, even the lights in the background it looks like like flash photography yeah absolutely man that's so weird yeah, in the the, pan, the page before this, uh, he yells at Rex, and Rex floats off the air like a cartoon. <laughs> you know, and stuff. it's real Joe Madrera really having fun here. Um, oh. And Apocalypse uh, so basically just says like, "Hey, uh, prepare my entourage. Like, we're you know, go get Turtle, <laughs> go get E. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna go to the club." <laughs> yeah, you know, and by the club we mean Xavier's house and blow it up. Yes. So that's gonna be uh, that's gonna happen. We cut over to Chicago you know, where they've been doing this evacuation uh, here. And we have a uh, saber tooth with his wild child scarf that he's wearing, uh, you know, coming through and, uh, you know, talking, he's like, Oh, it looks like kind of peaceful and tragic. Um, you know, uh, blink shows up and says, Hey, Mr. Creed, we're still evacuating it. He's like, here, like, that's funny. You know, the reason why I asked you, uh, and she knows what he's going to ask, like teleport me directly to Holocaust so I can have a knockdown drag out and get revenge. Um, you know, it's suicide. And he's like, it's not suicide. I'm buying rogue some time. Like it's to a purpose. And, uh, and blink has this kind of, um, like really emotional raw response where she starts talking about how she prays. And when she prays, she asks, she says, thank you for putting Victor Creed on this world because he is the one that rescued her to begin with. And like, she starts crying while she's doing this. Like, this is a, like, obviously not really anything we've seen some saber tooth before, but, um, like she's, she's basically telling him like, this is all pretty stupid, but I can't help what I feel. And he says, that's not stupid. Stupid is not fighting. It's, it's getting to given up and you're still fighting. Um, yeah. And so like, he's like, go very ahead. clearly uh, Wolverine kitty pride. Yes, absolutely. You know, without Xavier Wolverine, you know, somebody had to take that role of like the mentor mm-hmm. guy with a young lady. So, 
And then um, Rogue falls in with like her hand up and a no way. And I'm like, did she think that like Sabretooth was about to put the moves on her or something? Like this is very much like get your hands away from my girl at the club kind of thing. It's a chaperone moment. It's a it's big chaperone energy right now is what this is. Yeah. Um, You'll basically say like, hey, you cannot throw your lives away on my watch, you know, and she's going to like, I'll change you to the front stoop of the mansion if you do this. Um, Sabretooth is like, no, no, this is important. We'll fight and blink uh, zaps her and kind of knocks her out. Like he can displace her for a fraction of a second and knock her out, which is interesting. And then teleports uh, Sabretooth away. Yes. You know, so. And Sabretooth shows up uh, in Indiana and um, mm-hmm. pretty quickly like electrifies Wildchild. So Wildchild is awake and gurying at everybody and then um, yep. goes to find Holocaust. And this is going to be pretty much our, our battle and our quips for the rest of this issue. Yeah. Finds Holocaust right away. Like Holocaust finds him. Yeah. You know, he's like, Hey, you're getting old. Like they're basically doing it. It's really interesting. It's like, if you put Wolverine in the, um, saber tooth role mm-hmm. and Holocaust in the same, in, in the traditional saber tooth, you know, thing. So it's like kind of like Wolverine versus saber tooth, but saber tooth versus Holocaust. I know we made that sentence as confusing as possible. Oh, I mean, it's, it's age of apocalypse, Gary. We're in it. We're going to go in. <laughs> You're getting old, old man. Wasn't it just yesterday? You know, and that's like, this is the kind of thing Sabretooth would say to Wolverine. If you put Wolverine in this role, who would he be leading around on a chain and wearing like a scarf? Like, who is Wolverine's little buddy that he would do this with? Jubilee. Ooh. Ouch. Now, now, you want to talk about CBT? Ouch. <laughs> yeah. uh, with firecrackers, though. Uh, ce- celebration. Ball torture. Um, so they're basically they're old comrades. Yes. You know, which uh, we may cover those issues. Those are in X-Men Chronicles where they, they, they show this kind of stuff. They're really badly written. They have interesting lore, but like they're horribly written. Yeah. There's two issues that kind of show the old, you know, 70s X-Men, what they were doing in this universe. Mm-hmm. Um, but they used to be friends back when Holocaust was named Nemesis. Um, and before he got hurt and had to be poured into this gigantic, like sunny D bottle. Yeah. Um, and he just like straight up tells Sabretooth and Wildchild, like, Oh yeah, we, we killed all those humans. We dropped them off at a processing plant, which is just 20 miles North of here, uh, which is information that they did not know. So Sabretooth very quickly sends Wildchild away and uh, with the intention of like, you need to go save all those people to shut down that plant. I'll take care of Holocaust. Yeah. I really hate how Holocaust literally says, since you're going to die anyway, I can tell you that's 20 miles due north of here. That's extremely Extreme, sloppy. Extremely video gamey, my man. What are you doing? Yeah, horrible. Um, I don't know if Wild Child is going to go save them or go get the X-Men. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, I, I, yeah, I figured that's, yeah, that, that meant the same thing basically. Um, and the reason why Holocaust didn't think this was a problem, because he thought Wild Child was an idiot. Like, is this some kind of trick? Does Wild Child possess some level of intelligence? Um, and uh, they get into a fight. Um, it's really hard to tell exactly what Holocaust does during this. He's got like one hand that looks like a beehive that shoots beams. Yes. Um, but like, it's pretty difficult to tell exactly what is happening in this fight. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of, there, um, there's a lot of bracks and scraps though. So I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. Yeah. Fam, 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 brumble. Um, you know, uh, what we're getting is that, Holocaust tricked him, did a thing where he missed on purpose to shoot a building. So it'll collapse on Sabretooth, which is a real, you know, Scott Lobdell, like, Ooh, a distraction. Yep. <laughs> and that's his thing. And, uh, you know, they're talking, he was like, Hey, you know, I, I made sense for me to be nemesis originally because I was an adversary, but now, now I'm a Holocaust. And, 
uh, Sabretooth picks up this gigantic rock and smashes Holocaust's head with it. Extremely um, dope. Yep. Uh, they're both not doing great. Uh, you know, Sabretooth is bleeding from the eyes. You know? That's always a sign of bad things, my dude. Um, and Holocaust kind of is just like, you should just, you know, you should stop this. You're obviously losing. And Sabretooth, let's go. So this is his like inner wild side <laughs> coming out because yeah. he was, that he was always holding back while he was on the X-Men. And he said, if he's going to go, he's going to take Holocaust with you. And he jumps over and rips Holocaust helmet off of, of him. And it makes a, a big splooshy kind of, kind of look and Sabretooth collapses afterwards. But unfortunately it does not kill Holocaust. Yeah. His head is just now exposed. It's like this field of energy. Yeah. So he ripped off arm armor and part of his head. Mm-hmm. And we do a lot of great onomatopoeia here. Uh, whisps, swip, quips, yeah. burble, 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 burble. It was literally BRB, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> BRB turning into, turning into Holocaust BRB. Um, there's BRB L as well, which like be right back later. Like all this stuff makes sense. He's, he's doing all kinds of teen, oh, teen yeah. text. Yeah, yeah. Are, is your, are your teens in the middle of the age of apocalypse? BRB. BRB. Um, yeah. So yeah, and that's the issue. Uh, this you know these episode went went by a little quicker because we're basically just had fights. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Out, you know? Um. Yeah. Some of these some of these issues are pretty slight on the actual plot and like details of anything. Like it's still like we're still warming up a little bit. Like we're still revving the engine and ready to take off. Um. This feels like very. Like I like the little bit of stuff we got with Blink and Sabretooth and like that exchange, like showing just like a little bit of the emotional stakes that are that are here with these people and the relationships mm-hmm. that existed that exist now versus the ones that existed in the normal timeline. So Yeah. Yep, yeah. Um yeah. So uh thank you for listening. We're gonna be getting into more number twos. We're gonna see these plots uh advance. A little bit further what's interesting uh, the crossover is like the x-men plots are really kind of holding pattern things since they're explicitly like banking on the 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 gambits not working you know like the 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 bats like it's like oh we still need to save the humans if the mccran crystal turns out to be a bust so the the comics that are kind of going out of their way off of the main uh conflict are less fighty and a little bit more plotty um these ones though are just like I think the, the kind of the point of these X-Men comics is to show you at least a little bit like what X-Men comics would be like in this world. Yeah. You know, like this week we're fighting Holocaust this week. We're fighting abyss, mm-hmm. et cetera. Cause they have to, they have to sell issues Gary. It's the nineties. <laughs> like I've got to buy all yeah. 10 issues a month or else up, you know, and I got to buy multiple copies for different covers too. So I got to be on top of all of this stuff. Keep them shit sealed. Exactly. Oh man. You don't want to read a comic book. No, 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 no. Um, if you like the show, what can they do, Jeremy? Patreon.com slash DuckFeedTV is the place to go. A couple of bucks a month will get you with some cool benefits as well as the knowledge that you're supporting a bunch of cool people making cool content. You can get access to our Slack where you can talk about comic books on the uh, co- along with us. You can get episodes of this podcast and many other ones early. You can um, get a bunch of exclusive content, all kinds of cool stuff. You can also tell your friends about the show. That really, really, really helps out. I can't, I can't express that enough. Um, as well mm-hmm. as leaving reviews in places. Let people know what you think about the show. Yeah, it'd be amazing. Uh, we really do appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, yeah, we'll see you, uh, we'll see you next time. See you next time, everybody. Thank you. Good night.